You're listening to The Dugout, a college baseball match podcast. Today we spoke with Caleb Klein, assistant coach at Grinnell College. Coach Klein, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you today? Awesome. I'm doing really well. Um, you know, I just wanted to go ahead and get started by having you give your background. I know you've had a playing experience at the collegiate level as well as now you're uh, you know, an assistant coach at Grinnell College. So why don't you just uh, let us know how you got to this place now? Well, uh, you know, I grew up and uh, my first love was actually hockey. I was a big time hockey player, but after a couple head injuries, I figured uh, it was time to find something to go pursue at the college level. And that was uh, baseball, fortunately. I actually did not have any scholarships out of high school to go play baseball. Uh, so I walked on at Southwestern Community College in Iowa and uh, busted my butt there. I registered in my uh, first year going there. I just wasn't, uh, my body wasn't mature yet. And uh, it, I was very fortunate to got to being registered. And uh, those next two years, I was a starter in the middle infield and uh, played some outfield. And I uh, closed some games for us as well. And then uh, got a couple of, uh, Small Division One offers and some NAIA offers, and I uh, decided to stay close to home. And I had many family members attend William Penn there in Oskaloosa, Iowa, and uh, they got great facilities, great athletic history there. And uh, so I decided to wear the Navy and Mays there for uh, the statesman. And uh, I knew I wanted to be a college coach going uh, through college. I figured sports administration would be my best route for that, so I did that. Was graduated, and then fortunately, I had a guy who reached out, who recruited me out of junior college, who was the head coach at Oklahoma Panhandle State at the time, named Steve Appel, took over a new program down at the University of the Southwest, and I uh, was fortunate enough to get a uh, full boat uh, master's paid for, and. Uh, mm took advantage of that opportunity i was stuck down in hobbs new mexico uh it was a blessing and a curse at the same time i found out a lot about myself and i actually had uh the blessing was i live with my college roommate we both took that adventure together so uh yeah it was uh it was a blessing and a curse at the same time but i it got me where i needed to be and i'm very happy here at grinnell yeah, and so this is obviously your your first season, and so you're kind of working your way in there. But clearly, you you know, in a lot of ways, it's the perfect time to kind of have a conversation because you'll be, you know, you're you're experiencing the things that a lot of potential recruits will experience in their first year there. So, um, yeah. you know, with that in mind, why don't we start with the first question, which is, you know, can you walk us through what a day in the life of one of your players looks like? Well, uh, the big emphasis here at Division Three and at Grinnell, if you don't know anything about the college, it's a very, very prestigious uh, merit college. I mean, the academics here are the first thing, which, you know, majority colleges should be, but here it is, uh, it, is the, uh, it is a big factor. Typically, a guy for us would wake up uh, anywhere from six to uh, seven, depending on the kid. Uh, Division Three rules we have uh, during the fall, the non-traditional season, you only have 20 hours to interact with the student-athlete. So it's uh, it's a lot different than being in an NAIA program where I've previously been. So they'll wake up. Some guys like to get their workouts in done early in the morning. Uh, we have some guys who are midday guys, some guys who are nighttime guys. 
but uh, kids will wake up, they'll attend class. Uh, a lot of the guys have classes together. Uh, the first years, many of their classes are in the morning, and uh, that's just to help them, you know, get their uh, academics and schedule, get them, you know, kind of in a uh, routine. And a lot of our, uh, you know, uh, third and four year guys, uh, they they tend to uh, have a know what they want, know what they want their schedule to look like by the time they're a junior and senior, and they arrange it however they want. Honestly, they have a they have a big uh, big time gap. I think they have classes from seven thirty to five thirty here. So, anytime from then they get to uh, get their academics done, and then right now we are uh, we are fortunate to have a big time facility here on campus called the Bear. And it's got a field house with a uh, 200 meter track inside and four tennis courts and we got four drop down cages so we have practices anywhere from uh five to uh they range till 10 p.m at night we have to work with uh four other uh athletic programs along in the school so no that's that's terrific um you know, you mentioned kind of the, you know, nice facilities. Uh, what do you like most about the campus and facility and even the area surrounding the college? Well, we are, like I brought up, the Bear Athletic Center. It was built in 2010. It is a $94 million facility, I believe. If my, uh, pretty sure my numbers are right there. So we, uh, we really have one of the best Division three facilities in the country, I'd have to say, bar none. And being, you know, we're kind of stuck out here in the middle of a cornfield in Iowa right now. It's negative 20 degrees out. And I'm looking outside the windows, and we got probably a foot of snow on the ground. So we're able to get our work done. You know, we're not we're not missing missing a beat on uh, what we need to be doing. We don't start up till March 2nd. So yeah, I mean, I have to say the Bear is by far my uh, favorite facility on campus. But our dining hall, I have to say, our dining hall. It's 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 top notch, man. The kids are eating good there. They have a lot of good selections, and uh, the workers there take pride. Everybody here takes pride in what they do. But uh, the dining hall, I've heard nothing but great things from recruits and their parents as well. Like our dining hall is very good. So I'd have to say, yeah, the bear and the dining hall, for some food, man. That's great. I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, that's that's very important. So, um, you know, clearly. You spent time in other or, you know, universities and, and colleges right. and you've seen uh, what, you know, different baseball programs can offer, um, you know, in your, you know, your short time there. What makes Grinnell baseball so special? What made you jump at the opportunity and what has uh, encouraged you while you started there? Well, honestly, I've heard nothing but great things about our head coach here, uh, Tim Hollibaugh. He is honestly the, the nicest human being out there. The guys really uh, buy into what he does, and he he just cares. He cares too much at times. Uh, he's a he's a follower to all of us. He's a great role model for me. But uh, the the tradition here at uh, Grinnell, baseball wise, has been uh, pretty good. They've failed to win a conference championship, and that also kind of drove me to uh, choose Grinnell. Is uh, they need to get a conference championship. Tim deserves it. The guys deserve it. The school deserves it. And uh, it's just surprising they haven't won one yet. So there's obviously a lot of hunger as far yes. as wanting to be a competitive program and in a competitive conference. 
that's a great word is hungry, man. These guys are hungry. And they uh, last year they had a down regular season. They went 18 and 22, I believe, but then uh, went to the conference championship. Uh, they were actually up by eight runs in the last inning, last half of the inning, and gave it away. So they smelt the blood. Mm. They smelt the blood in the water, and now it's just time for um to go get it. So. No, that's terrific. And so, you know, while you've been there, uh, you've obviously been looking at potentially, you know, getting some recruits in. What qualities or traits do, you know, does your program look for most in finding a player that's a match? We want to find mentally and physically tough kids like everybody else does, you know, who are athletes. Uh, you know, with the high academic standards here, it's very, very tough to get, you know, your a lot of the guys you want in just because of the uh, academic qualities they have to possess as a student athlete. Uh, but we want guys who are coachable and teachable, you know, uh, somebody who is not maybe a baseball guy but is a raw athlete and we have a couple years to develop them. Uh, we're starting to get in the trend like everybody else is with the technology. So our guys really like it because we have some uh, – really really intelligent kids out here and uh they they love seeing us coaches struggle with the technology a little bit i'm uh, i'm a younger guy but i'm pretty old school when it comes to doing things with baseball so uh yeah i'd say athletic, what are some of the technologies that you guys are running for uh we're, we're just getting into the uh hit track trap soto we're trying to figure out what one we're going to use but uh we're getting hands-on with uh just filming things filming things guys filming slowing things down for the guys so they can see themselves. And, you know, I think that's uh, one of the beneficial things for uh, learning is being able to uh, see yourself doing, you know, hitting, throwing off the mound. And it's easier to make adjustments. And uh, we're, we're keeping a lot of numbers behind things as well during practice. We have, uh, fortunately, we have three managers who are always marking, jotting things down. So, uh, yeah, we're just – we're slowly – grooving towards the technology side of things we're stuck between uh whether we get a rap soda or a hit track so so i'm waiting on the skipper to make that decision uh pull the trigger on that one we got some no that's awesome yeah yeah that's that's great um you know so you were talking about how it's sometimes tough to find uh you know athletes that can meet those academic qualifications which are, are clearly you know stringent and high um and so what mechanisms do you guys typically use to discover players that are a match for your school? You know, we get about 95% of our rosters from uh, going to camps, Ivy League camps, Stanford camps, and there's a, there's a, a group called Head First Baseball, Head First Baseball Camps. And we will uh, go throughout the country, you know, uh, probably over 20 camps a year, a majority during the summer. Uh, and we'll go out and just – take it to those camps because it's it's, a, it's an honor roll camp, they like to call them. You know, if you're going to Ivy Leagues, you honestly have to have uh, high academic standards. But uh, we'll go out there and we get a 95% of our roster from uh, those camps. We like to look for guys who are uh, OKGs. We like to call them our kind of guys. And uh, I think by hmm. physically getting out there and interacting with these kids at camps, you'll get a better idea of who you're getting rather than – you know, going on the field level and hearing it through a uh, travel coach, you know, no offense to them, but this is the way we like to do things, and uh, it's turned out well for us. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you talk about the Stanford camp and some of the other elite camps. It makes it must make it that much easier when you know that for the most part, uh, the, those student athletes are going to be, like you said, an, an academic fit. And then you kind of just look from there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, do you normally find that uh, students try to connect with you guys first or do you normally try to make the first move and develop that connection? It's about uh, 60, 40. You know, we like to reach out there and make the connection to, uh, you know, guys we like that we see at the camp or, you know, if somebody fills out a questionnaire. We always have online questionnaires. Somebody fills it out and they provide us with video and we see it, you know, and they don't I mean if that's their way of uh, reaching out to us, we will go like sharks and if it's a contact period, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll reach out to them. But a lot of the times we're reaching out to guys. But if we do have guys who reach out to us who do fit the academic standards and they have some, some traits we need on the baseball team or, you know, if it's a left-handed arm, we're always looking for those. Uh, we uh, we will go after that. I think uh, anybody who wants to be somewhere, it's hard to uh, push them away, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if I'm a, a student athlete and I wanted to connect with your program, what do you think would be the best way for me to start that connection? Is it through email? Is it at one of those Stanford camps? Um, you know, is it a tournament? Uh, like I just said was the uh, questionnaire. That would be the easiest way to reach out. Because uh, mm -hmm. that goes, somebody fills that out, they enter it, it pops up into our uh, our phones our uh, computers, our email database, it, uh, it'll automatically say a new recruit has filled out the questionnaire. So a lot of times oh, I'll, you know, I'll be sitting here and it'll happen and I'll, I'll look at it and right there I can see if he matches what we need or not and we can move forward. But, uh, you know, other than that, email, phone, uh, showcases, prospect camps, you know, we, we try to make it out to uh, the locals, the connect bordering states, state tournaments, uh, you know, in Minnesota, mm -hmm. Wisconsin's, Illinois, Nebraska's, Iowa's. But uh, we don't honestly don't pull a lot of kids out of uh, Iowa or Nebraska because of I think it's just academic standards. And you know, if they have they want to go to the University of Iowa, you know, they don't. A lot of people in Iowa don't. They overlook Grinnell just because they don't think they have mm. the athletic, athletic programs. So we're more. Honestly, we're more popular out than our brand, I should say. Our logo is more popular out in the East Coast and the West Coast. Yeah, that's very interesting, but it, it, it kind of makes it sense is. to me. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, if, I'm a, if I know that I'm a match at Grinnell, meaning that I make some of those, you know, basic, I meet those requirements athletically and academically, um, what's the process for you to help me understand whether or not I'm a fit for your program? Because there is um, a difference, clearly. Yes, no, no, no doubt. Uh, we will have an early read uh, period with prospects and uh, respective recruits that we are interested in that will go through the offensive admission. So they, uh, once the offensive admission endorses them, we will start the, uh, we like to call it the dating process. Uh, meaning, mm -hmm. you know, you know, we call we, it something very similar. Right, right, right. You know, we go through guys, uh, we go, we call them, you know, weekly, monthly. And uh, we, we first acknowledge, you know, how often do you, would you like us to reach out to you? And uh, uh, Tim sends out a newsletter, monthly newsletter about the program to uh, all the recruits that uh, we have in our database that we use Front Rush. I don't know if you've ever familiar with Front, Front Rush or have no. heard of Front mm -mm. Rush. 
No. It's a it's a database we use uh, athletic program wise as a uh, you know tennis uses it, basketball uses it, football uses it. So it's it keeps us organized. But uh, yeah, from there we start the dating process and just you know find out what kind of guys they are, the background they come from, and uh, you know the goal is just to find uh, the right guy for our program. Yeah. And so, you know, let's say that I discover that I'm a fit. What's the process to getting to a final decision? Uh, many things depend on our positional needs based on a, uh, we call it a two-year model. Like to bring in a player that is, you know, behind a junior or senior that has a, has a chance to compete early. And, you know, after they have visited and applied, then that makes the decision easier for the both of us. We do not encourage recruits to apply if we are uh, if we're not interested in them just because uh, mm. it's a big process and you know you don't want to get hopes up and then shoot them down and then you kind of get a bad name out there for yourself so you know I just figured you know being more upfront early is better uh, you know we attempt to be honest with recruits like I said up front and you know if they are a top guy for us we will move quickly on them yeah no that's that's very helpful and i'm sure it's very transparent more transparency is always better for sure for sure okay well that that makes a whole lot of sense um you know let's kind of shift into the uh closing nine segment and these are nine questions meant to be a little fun and uh they're basically sentence or less answer so we'll start with number one which is what time do you typically wake up in the morning i'm an early guy i uh I honestly live out in the country, uh, about 20 minutes outside of town. So I'm up early, about five to five to five thirty. I like to be up and running. I've had some, as you know, I've had some, it's been hard for us to get this done. I've had some minor issues at the house and today actually my pipes are frozen again. So I had to come up to the school and take a shower. Oh man. I'm an early guy. I'm an early guy. I like to get up and dominate my day. Yeah, no, definitely. I was talking to a coach out in uh, Santa Barbara, so he didn't have to worry about frozen pipes, but he would get up about 445 uh, just to start his day. And he get a beautiful So that's good. Out. Beautiful sunrise out there too, so. Yeah, yeah, a little different than, than you know, frozen pipes mm -hmm. in Iowa, but uh, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so number two is favorite baseball movie. I'm a big Sandlot guy. I think that was uh, it was the first baseball movie. You know, Major Leagues come in a close second if you're looking for some hum humor, but Sandlot for sure. That's what it's about. You know, you and your buddies going out there and playing a game you love. No worries in the world. Yep. Definitely. Uh, favorite baseball player growing up? Nomar. I was a big Garcia Parra guy. He was always underlooked, okay. I think. And he, and he, had that, he had that swagger in the box, you know. He get in there, mm -hmm. he tap his toes, mess with the batting gloves. So uh, yeah, I like Nomar. I seen him play in Omaha awesome. actually. Um, so really, yeah, at the College World Series growing up. So yeah, I, I seen him, and then Dad was a Sox fan, so I got to follow him through his career. That's pretty cool. Um, if you were to choose one person to play you in a movie, who would it be? You know, I wasn't able to answer this. I don't. I, got, I had no clue. But uh, I asked our head coach, and he laughed. He said, uh, "I have to say Matthew McConaughey." <laughs> and I kind of chuckled. All right, I think I can hear it. Yeah. 
I kind of chuckled uh-huh. too as well. So uh, he's like, "Have you ever seen We Are Marshall?" And I guess, I guess I resemble Matthew McConaughey in that movie. So, uh, sunflower seeds, David or Spitz? Kind of had a big league on this one and take a alternative route. I didn't pick either. I picked Giants. It's a blue bag. They're made up north mm. in uh, Minnesota or uh, North Dakota. I can't remember which one, but it's a blue bag. If you ever come across, you need to try them out. They got a kettle cooked one. To answer your next question, I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I was that you got you read my mind. We got a kettle cooked one, man. Kettle it's, cooked, uh, yeah, it's 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 big time. I love it. They don't get too salty. All right, so it doesn't make your cheeks raw. Yeah, definitely. All right, DH or no DH? DH makes the game a little more exciting. Uh, who is the most talented player you've ever coached, played with, or played against? Played with or played against? Uh, shoot. I don't know. I was a freshman in the dugout when Jeremy Hellickson pitched against us in high school. So I'd have to say uh, Jeremy Hellickson. He was the OT. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I got to see. Yeah. I got to witness that. So. Cool. Um, it's game seven of the World Series. Bottom nine runners in scoring position. Who, past or present, do you want in the batter's box? And I think I know your answer, but I'll let you go ahead. I want to hear what you think. <laughs> I think you, if you follow the Red Sox, I'm thinking you're going to say Ortiz. See, I'm not a Red Sox fan. I'm a Giants fan. So Ooh, Bonds. all right. I, Bonds. I have to go with Bonzi. But okay. I like where your head is That's at. Interesting. I like how you, you put two and two together. But I have to go with Bonds. You tried to. So Ortiz and... Uh, Ortiz and Jeter have been the most popular answers I've gotten thus far. I've gotten Tony really? Gwynn a couple times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotten a few. Yeah. No Bonds I've gotten a few times as well. Okay. okay. No, no, a few okay. a few times, a few times. Yeah. Um, I agree with your answer. I'm a Giants fan as well, so I'd, I'd have to go with Bonds. But Yeah, I'm a, that's the benefit of being in Iowa. You kind of, you know, you don't have any. can pick who you want, huh? Right. So yeah. 49, 49ers and Giants, that's the way it panned out, so. All right. Uh, last question. What is the most important character trait of a Grinnell player, in your opinion? I have to say integrity. You know, it, it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. You have to be a very, very organized young man or student athlete to uh, attend this school. Just with the uh, mm-hmm. commotion of your academic schedule and also participating in athletics it's just i mean you have to be true to yourself and true to others and so i think integrity is uh i think not even just a player in our program just the most important intake uh character trait anybody could possess excuse me no it's awesome well coach we really appreciate you coming on uh, especially with you know getting this interview was was tough with our schedules but again i appreciate you committing to it and uh yeah. we hope you have a good season and and we hope you to have you on once more yes it'd be uh it'd be a pleasure to go on again i enjoyed doing this it's my first one so i might have been a little nervous i might have sounded a little nervous but uh we got her done yep you did just fine thanks thank you Well, that's all we have for today. If you haven't already done so, we highly recommend you go on our website, fill out a profile, update your current profile, and just explore. The recruiting process is about information gathering. 
And that's what we strive to do, to provide you the best information possible so you can make the best possible decision. Now, you can either follow us on social media or email us at support at collegebaseballmatch.com with any questions you may have about the process. 